All right, welcome to the podcast for Two Consoles Too Late. My name is Jackson Keebler. We're going to be talking about retro gaming, movies, media, and current events. It's going to be a lot of fun, so let's get started. So a month ago on the podcast, I did an episode about uh, movies that were based on video games, and this episode is going to be kind of a sequel. I'm calling it the Fantastical Sequel episode. Um, it's mostly going to be based on the Netflix series The Witcher, which I just started watching, and I'll talk about that later. I had no idea that the Netflix series was actually based on a video game, and that video game was based on a series of fantasy novels. The fantasy novels of The Witcher, they're written by a Polish author named Andrzej Sapowski. Uh, there's six novels. And they revolve around the title character, the Witcher, uh, Geralt of Rivia. In the series, Witchers are beast hunters, and they develop supernatural abilities at a young age, and they battle wild beasts and monsters. And from those novels came the video game, uh, The Witcher. It's a fantasy action role-playing game. It was developed by CD Projekt Red. The first game came out in 2007 with the release of The Witcher. And now as of, well, as of 2020, the series has three main standalone games. There's two expansion packs and three spin-off games. The third one, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, is the most successful game of the series. That sold 28 million copies. The Witcher series has sold over 50 million copies. I checked the game out on Steam. Um, it's about 10 bucks, and I thought about downloading it, but I, I just cannot invest that much time into a modern RPG. If I wasn't married, I could sit in my basement for, you know, 12 hours and try to knock it out, but I just can't do it. But before we start talking about The Witcher, um, I want to get one thing straight right now. I am not a fantasy guy. Never have been, never will be. Um, I can deal with movies with medieval themes, um, but the minute you start bringing in, you know, creatures and magic, wizards, elves, dwarfs, orcs, dragons, I, I just get lost. I, it's just something about fantasy and me. I just can't do it. When I was a kid, and when I say kid, I was in my early 20s, um, I was dating a girl who, who was into fantasy, and she introduced me to the author David Eddins. And I read, I think, the first two or three books of his original trilogy. Uh, the title eludes me right now, but I remember liking them really well. But I never read Lord of the Rings uh, by Tolkien. I never read Game of Thrones by uh, George R.R. R. Martin. And talking about The Witcher, I never read The Witcher by Andrzej Sapowski. The Netflix series of The Witcher came out in 2019. It got 8.2 stars. Once again, it was based on the action role-playing game of The Witcher. Um, I, once again, I never played the game. It stars Henry Cavill, who I think we all know as uh, Superman in The Man of Steel and Justice League and all that. And he plays Geralt of Rivia, the main character of The Witcher. The annoying thing I found about this series, and I love Henry Cavill, I think he's a great actor, but he uses this weird, raspy Batman voice, and for me, it just got a little tiresome. So if I did the podcast, 
in this voice, I think everyone would just turn it off because after a while, it gets a little annoying. But The Witcher is a good fantasy series and it has all the staples of what fantasy series have. Uh, you have your epic battles like in the fields and like when armies start raiding castles, that's in there. Um, like any other good fantasy series, you pretty much never see the sun. It's always dark and at nighttime. And if you do see the sun, it's usually pretty cloudy. It's got its brutality and it's gory and The Witcher is extremely gory. Uh, there, this is not a spoiler, but there's this creature. Um, basically, it's this abortion that, ha that had a curse and it came to life and it still had the umbilical cord attached and I thought that was going just a little overboard. But what good fantasy series wouldn't have, you know, the shitty castle interiors, uh, the old-timey villages, uh, the dire-looking townspeople that all look poor, uh, with streets that are muddy and filled with horse shit. And, of course, there is some level of magic that is involved in any fantasy series. And why is it in every fantasy series like Lord of the Rings... Game of Thrones, The Witcher, why is everyone British? I don't get it, just every time. And in The Witcher, there is lots of T and A. Um, if you thought Game of Thrones was a little gratuitous with uh, the T and A, uh, watch The Witcher. I mean, it takes it to a whole new level. I mean, there's not one episode where there's just blatant nudity and like any other good fantasy series there's horses i'd like to see one fantasy series that did not feature horses i mean westerns are one thing you're gonna have horses in westerns but i want to see one fantasy series that would that would never have a horse it's really impossible when i watch a fantasy series i need a map one thing i love about the fantasy genre is it they always take place in fictional worlds, and when you enter these fictional worlds, uh, there's usually a map. When I first saw Lord of the Rings, um, I looked at a map of Middle-earth. Uh, when I watched Game of Thrones, I got a map of, you know, Westeros. And the thing I liked about Game of Thrones is, in the opening credits, uh, they kind of did like an overview of the map and like what that episode, like where it would take place. So you had a bit of a reference. I love maps. My dining room, uh, I have a theme going, and every picture in my dining room are maps. I think my next map I want to get is the Overworld of Hyrule from Zelda. Um, it's a map from the NES Classic. Uh, it's 24 by 36. Anyway, my mother-in-law, she wants to give me a map of Middle-earth, and I think that'd be cool too. I'd also like the map from uh, Game of Thrones, like uh, Westeros and all that. In the David Eden series that I was talking about earlier, what, another thing I liked about, I kind of remember, is like, you know, you open up the book and there's a map of the world, so you kind of you, you kind of need that reference in a fictional world. But the locations uh, on these uh, fantasy maps, I, I, I'm always curious, like, where, where did the author get these names? You know, like Tolkien, Martin... Um, Sapowski. Like, how did you create these names? And I think they're super creative and it's really cool to see. So when I was watching 
The Witcher. All right. Say that 10 times fast. Watching The Witcher. Um, the timeline of the series, there's, there's eight episodes, and there's sort of this back and forth. I didn't quite get it when I watched it the first time. So I went on YouTube, and there's I, I saw a video that explained the timeline. So I went back, and I watched all eight episodes again, and the series just made so much more sense knowing the timeline. They are coming out with a second season, and I'm definitely going to check it out. But apparently the second season, the timeline's going to be more linear, which would really help. Because I, I have to admit, I got really confused. And it's just me and fantasy, uh, but the timelines kind of went back and forth. The big theme throughout uh, The Witcher, there's a lot of talk about destiny. And there's, this, um, there's a thing called the law of surprise. Uh, it's too much to explain, but... Uh, if you watch the series, check it out, and then if you don't get it, look it up. I, I actually had to go on Google and be like, what is the law of surprise? But the series of The Witcher it has this great soundtrack, and there's this one standout song. Um, I thought it was really good. It, it's a catchy tune. It's called Toss a Coin to Your Witcher. Check it out. Um, the There's an actor in the series. Uh, his name is uh, Joey Bader, and he plays a bard. Uh, you don't know who a bard is it's this guy with a lute that plays songs in taverns whatever um but anyway he actually performed the recording of the song he didn't write the song but he performed the recording and it's a really good song i actually downloaded it on my itunes Alright, so since I'm talking about fantasy series, I'm going to go the complete other way with this. Um, the, the Witcher was very serious, it was brutal, it was gory, um, but this one is a classic for me. Uh, Your Highness. That came out in 2011. It only got 5.5 stars on IMDb. It is absolutely stupid, but I laughed through the entire movie. The movie was uh, written by Danny McBride, and the movie stars, it actually has a really good cast. It's got Danny McBride, James Franco, uh, Natalie Portman, um, Justin Theroux, and Charles Dance. Uh, Charles Dance, uh, he was in Game of Thrones. Basically, it's, it's such a stupid story, but I love it. it <laughs> Danny McBride plays this, like, the slacker prince. <laughs> I'm just laughing thinking about it. He plays this slacker prince and he has to go on a quest with his brother, James Franco. Um, and James Franco is like the valiant knight. And oh my God, I'm just laughing thinking about it. And um, anyway, they go on this quest to, to save a princess. There's one great scene. I'm not going to spoil it, but all I'm going to say <laughs> is Minotaur. <laughs> But this being the sequel to uh, the podcast about, you know, movies based on video games, I recently watched uh, Assassin's Creed, and it really wasn't that bad. Uh, it stars Michael F Fassbender, Jeremy Irons, uh, of course, who was in Die Hard 3, 
uh, Marion Cotillard. Um, I probably pronounced that wrong. Um, she was in Dark Knight Rises. It was really good. I mean, it had this great cinematography with these sweeping camera angles. Uh, it had a great soundtrack. Um, it, it had an interesting plot, which really kept me entertained. But like Prince of Persia, watching this movie, I just, I really kind of want to learn how to do parkour. But once again, my knees could never do it. The new Venom uh, trailer just came out. Uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Uh, Woody Harrelson, he plays Carnage. Um, now, if you had watched the credits of the original Venom, which you should, <laughs> that's kind of a beef with me, uh, you, you knew that Woody Harrelson was going to play Carnage. The movie looks okay. I, I I thought the first Venom was okay. And uh, this next one, uh, when it comes out, I'll definitely check it out. But growing up reading the comics of Spider-Man, um, I personally would like to see a movie of Venom versus Spider-Man, you know? Uh, Tom Hardy versus Tom Holland. And the MCU, I... I I'm sure it's in the works, like they're thinking about it. I mean, I'm not, once again, I'm not a Marvel guy, but that's a movie I would really like to see. Spider-Man 3 with uh, Tobey Maguire um, as Spider-Man and Topher Grace, it, it didn't quite work. So I, I really hope that they would come out with a Spider-Man versus Venom movie, um, hopefully, but we'll see. And of course, here's my update. I just uh, did a YouTube video. Um, I have an entire playlist. I got all the seven white mushroom houses in Super Mario 3. I love Super Mario 3. It is one of the best video games ever made. And making this playlist of getting the white mushroom houses, it was super fun. Uh, when my son gets home sometimes uh, from school, he asked me, he's like, hey, Dad, can we go down to the man cave and uh, go play Super Mario 3? And I'm like, uh, yeah. And uh, it's really fun to watch him play, you know, like, a, you know, another generation. But he loves that game. Um, and, you know, he's not great at it. I mean, he's still pretty young. And then when he dies, he hands me the controller and then I finish the level. But I have, like, so much more respect for that game now. Uh, just seeing my son play it. Like, watching him have fun is fun for me, and I think that's wonderful. All right, this has been the podcast for Two Consoles Too Late. I've been your host, Jackson Keebler. Stay tuned for further episodes, and check me out on Facebook and YouTube at Two Consoles Too Late. Have a good one. Bye.